are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and anywhere you can find podcasts, my G. Don't don't be coming up on these athletes trying to get them to dance. Like that's a wild shit. How do you not even think about what you're saying when you yell at somebody to dance? Grown ass <laughs> man. Like, hey, yo, dance with me. Like, what the fuck? Right. Or like, what are you supposed to do? Like, yo, here's this rock. Catch it with one hand, bro. <laughs> like, yo, like, hey, LeBron, let me throw you an alley oop. Like, bro, we got a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I like, know it's unlimited bread. <laughs> Oh yeah, we about to fuck them up. Let go, right now. I ain't miss shit when I lost you. No cause of grip for a walkthrough. Shut up, little bitch, I taught you. Hold you in shit when I knock you. Suck my stick when I rock you. Run up on me, I'ma pop you. You ain't even see when I spot you. Major labels, they'll block you. Alright, bitch. It's alright, fuck nigga. It's alright, little whore. It's alright, yeah. I'm alright, I'm good. They alright, we hood. We alright, bitch. Alright, gang. I might hit the club. I might throw a bunch of wands. Yo, we live. You now listening to Burn, 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 Volume 50 of the Bucket Up Podcast. You're here with your boy Ty Doyle, aka DJ Butter Sauce, aka Ty Lante, aka Edgar Allan Poor on Twitter. AKA your mom know what it is That's why she calls me every day And I'm here as always with the homie The kid JB, Jesse Burke, what's up? Yo, episode 5-0 But don't call them Because they not the homies We are with the Bucket Hat Boys And we've reached the episode 50 of the Bucket Up Podcast Man, it's your boy, the kid JB AKA the right last week Mr. Told You So Not because I'm always right But when I'm right, shit, I told you so I Told you not to but Anyway uh, I'm living good, man. I'm happy to be alive. Happy to see another 24 hours or so, depending on what time you go to sleep the next day. Uh, but uh, feeling good, bro. How you doing? I'm good, bro. You know this, relaxing, chilling on a three day weekend. Had some sleeping. I mean, I mean to rhyme that, but you know what I mean. I've been sleeping in. Shouts to Labor Day, whatever. I don't even know what Labor Day is about. Oh, it's about. Come on, bro. We need to know our history. Labor Day is about workers fighting for labor rights. They fought for this day off because way back in the 1800s, most like, you know, most of the day, big businesses on that fuck shit, making motherfuckers work 10 hour days, having kids work. They don't, you had to work like six day weeks. You know what I mean? Like there was no none of the most of the rules that are in place now. You know, what I mean, you get two day weekends, only eight hour days, 40 hour weeks. And like the same pay rate, you know, that's all was fought for during like the rise of, of worker unions in the 1800s. And that's what birth Labor Day, you know. Well, we need to have another war or fight <laughs> and reduce that shit to 33 hours. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'll celebrate this shit. But for now, good looks on the day off. Mm-hmm. Um, I shall do the same shit as I always do on my days off, which are not much. Eat and chill. So. Shout to uh, episode 50, man. We here. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, it's kind of funny. Labor Day actually rose like pretty well into the movies that I saw this weekend, which is kind of crazy. Uh, I know you went to the movies, which is like usually it's just me, but you was at the movies and shit. 
But uh, I went and saw what's it called? Sorry to bother you. I don't know if you've seen the preview for that movie. Yeah, which I was uh, confused because I thought you saw that a while ago when it first came out. No, so I had I wanted to see it um, when it came out in I think early July. I'm actually surprised that it was still in theaters. Right, it's crazy. But like Friday night, I really like I had done. I was just chilling at the crib, and I was like, I ain't really got shit to do. Let me go check and see what movies out. I'm like, shit, sorry to bother you. Still, up. I couldn't I couldn't watch it before. But because they were having weird times that they were putting it on. So it'd be like, oh, they only had one showing that day. And it was at two o'clock in the morning. And it'd be like three o'clock when I look. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so they randomly had a showing that they had one at seven, I think 30. And then they had another one at 1030. And I was like, I'm going to go to 1031 just so I can see this movie. It got uh, Darius from Atlanta. People watch Atlanta. What the hell is I can't think of his real name right now. He's also from um, Get Out. Yeah, he's he's in Get Out. He plays the the guy with the fucking the hat who got body snatched. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and yeah, he's the main character. Um he's basically I mean just a little synopsis. He's basically like broke and they he needs to find a job, so he gets a job at a call center. And I mean from the preview you would think it was all about you know, how people talk in, you know, white voices to get like to make money at the call center. But actually, the movie is about unions and like labor rights and how, you know, capitalism pretty much like the whole the whole downfall of capitalism is, you know, they try to maximize profits, profits usually at the at the cost of workers, you know, and that's why workers kind of need to to unionize for the most part to. You know what I mean? To rein some of that shit in or else usually businesses will, will try to exploit you in, in, in the name of more profits. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a good uh, maybe they kept it on this long because of Labor Day and it's like, you know, the perfect movie to see for Labor Day. But, you know, I like I saw it, I definitely got to peep the mess early because it was tame but like towards, like I would say like the third act of the movie shit got wild. Like it was, it started getting weird. Yeah, I heard some off-putting things about it. Not that I what remember. About it? Just like, yeah, it got wild and weird towards the end, and it kind of off straight straight off from the original plot. Um, but I mean, shit, you did touch on it a little bit. But I did go and see Black Klansman, and ironically, both movies are simply about being on the phone and acting white when they're black. Yeah, so, yeah pretty much. Just that. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy Black Clans? I know I already talked about it, but I thought it was cool. I mean, uh, if you're a Spike Lee fan, like you are, my myself, uh, I fancy myself as one. Uh, you kind of know or what to expect when it comes to a Spike Lee joint. It's a uh, you know he sends in a message and has like a little way to maneuver it around like a you know very direct harsh imagery, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a little slow and then parts of the dialogue was campy and stuff like that. So I'm gonna have to give it two at two and a half bucket hats out of five. Wow. Yeah. That's like really <laughs> like a really bad rating. Actually, nah, okay, my bad. I give him like if it was like a six out of ten, seven out of ten. If it was like three and a half bucket hats out of five. Oh, okay. I'm like, damn, I ain't, like I get what you're saying. 
It definitely, but I think a part of that too is it was set in the seventies, so they kind of tried to make it like black exploitation, exploitation film like. You know what I mean? So it was like corny on purpose. Yeah, I guess that's, that's kind true. of the genre of that movie. And you know, it's another thing is shout, <laughs> shouts to the main character or the one of the main characters that played David Duke, the dude from that seventies show. Yeah, he's from that seventies movie as well. Yeah. Oh shit. Shouts to you that. Ever, you ever see the picture side by side of like him and a young David Duke, and like they literally look similar? Nah. it's kind of eerie. I like, mean, you really do look like him. I want to say though, not to get too political, because you know we're not the political pod, but we do touch on it. You know, I have some way of getting people to tell me to like, you know, kind of chill with politics when it comes to Facebook and I'm a little too heavy on my posts and stuff. But like we have a motherfucker like David Duke, who is like the grand wizard of the KKK. And he like straight up is like, yeah, I bang with Trump. He I love him. And Trump has yet to denounce that. And and I'm as a Jewish dude is like. I think that's a little wild. Like the president <laughs> like hangs out with the leader of the KKK and I'm just over here and like people are like, you need to chill, Jesse. It's just, I don't know. I think it's a little much. Well, like, I guess in the, in, in purpose of being fair, there's no evidence that he's hung out with him. You know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. Well, sure. there was somebody that had like a picture of him that is like, oh, it was uh, Mitch McConnell. Oh yeah, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, but that's different. But I mean, and then he works for Trump, though, or did or does or whatever. No, nah, like, he's a senator in Kentucky. Yeah, well, he bangs with Trump. <laughs> well, that don't okay. I'm with you. Him not denouncing the dude is trash. I'm just saying, in terms of like people don't be like, oh yeah, no, that's all wrong. Like, nah, he didn't. I mean, just because one person supports another person who's is been around another person doesn't necessarily tie those two people together. You get what I'm saying, but again, he should—he definitely should denounce. Cause I mean, I, again, I don't really need that to know where Trump stands on black people. I'm just going—I can go by his actions. Right, right, and I understand that. Regardless of him denouncing it just to please me or people, it's like you know the it, the truth kind of is beneath it. Yeah, uh, but it's for me, it's just wild as fuck. It, you know, I just I think it's a lot. And for I think it's funny and like kind of comedic that people think I'm the wild one. You know? Yeah, that's cool, man. You're gonna, I mean, when you bring stuff up like that, you're gonna get the same talking points like, oh, Democrats actually created the KKK and this and that. And you know what I mean? It's gonna be like, well, I mean, that was how many years ago? And yeah. like, like, and you know, never mind that the party switched and all that good stuff. It's just like, what they got to do with who they're supporting right now? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's like saying like, you know, the the Cardinals the Cardinals used to be in the NFC East. It's like what? Yeah, like I don't get how that what that has to do with who they're you know what I'm saying who they're rocking with now. But okay, sure, man. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Switching lanes. I was just trying to say that because I think it's really funny how people think like I'm the word of reason or I'm the one that like. Oh, they can't vote because I said some shit on Facebook. Like, right, I'm flattered that like all the content you think I say is original, but it's all shit that I see. You know, I don't get why people come at you so much because, like, if they thought you were like annoying with it, why don't they just like you know unfollow you? I can understand if I was like po- posting it on their walls and shit. Yeah, but I'm not. Like, I'm just posting it on my shit. 
And also, and, I feel like you calm down. Like, it's not, you know, obviously peak election time. Everybody was wilding out. Yeah, and I did my part and voted, so I feel like I can talk shit. Like, I can understand if I was just an armchair voter and just was like, yeah, oh, I didn't vote because the, there was too much traffic. Like, I did my All part. Right. Let, let me talk my shit, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, again, you can talk shit. That's cool. But, uh, no, I wanted to kind of segue into that because, you know, Black Klansmen and uh sorry for bothering you even though i didn't see that fully i didn't know that there was like a racial or racist dynamic to it um um yeah there's a small part of it the idea of like having to act white in corporate america yeah there was that there was you know i mean the corporation that was ahead of them or that was in charge you know there was racism in that but it was i think the the most poignant look was that was that capitalism and and corporate America in a whole, you know? Right. I just think the idea that, um, yeah, like capitalism, racism plays also a part in the first one in uh, Black Klansman too, just in the sense that, uh, it's like a uh, like a pawn. Like white people can be used as pawns too, as they were in, uh, you know, the infiltration of the of the KKK. Right, you know, but no, shouts to Adam Driver, man. His character, he was Jewish, and uh, they they say he had skin in the game, brother. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like, I have been seeing people say that they didn't think that Adam Driver was a good actor because they'd watched Star Wars movies and they didn't like how he played Kylo Ren. Even though I'm not one of those people, I like the new Star Wars movies. There's a lot of dweebs on the internet that fucking hate the Star Wars movie so much that they're out here harassing actresses of the goddamn movie on Instagram. Like, you know, fuck them. But I you know, I thought it was pretty common knowledge that Adam Driver was a decent actor. But I was we actually actually watched uh Logan Lucky. Yesterday it was him, Channing Tatum, um, Katie Holmes is in it. And it's like about them robbing a NASCAR like Speedway in West Virginia. And that sounds like wild of a movie, but it was actually pretty good. It was funny. They hijack a NASCAR? No, they they rob it. So, like, they had a, I mean, it was Channing Tatum's character. He had a plan uh, because he had worked, like, on something that was underneath the speedway, and he found out where, like, they send all the money down from concessions, and it was, like, one of the biggest races of the year, and so it was, like, a heist movie. But it was a good movie. Adam Driver's in it, and and Channing Tatum is, is pretty good. So, you know, I guess you that one's on demand, so anybody can watch that. What what uh what platform though? Netflix or what? I don't remember if we watched it. It was either Netflix. I don't know if it, I don't think it was Netflix. So it's probably on HBO or something. Hmm. Yeah, or Amazon Video. What's it called again? Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. I'll have to check it out, man. Hmm. I'm still, you know, office reruns type guy. Uh, I was trying to do it because there's so many shows that I got to watch. Like, I'm hearing Better Call Saul is popping off. You know, I'm a big I'm a big uh, Breaking Bad guy. So Better Call Saul is like a great spinoff from that. I've been I've been needing to catch up on that and I still haven't. There's a multiple. I haven't watched the new season. Orange is the new black uh, Ozark season two dropped this weekend. I haven't watched that. You caught up insecure though. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up on Insecure. That's the only thing I'm caught up on. I haven't watched Power in six weeks. So. Yeah, Power's kind of on a 
downslide, not to break your heart, but I think I could see where the show ending really soon, but then I could also see where the show like continues for a couple more seasons and it's like, eh. Right. But uh Shaq been, Insecure. Yeah, Insecure. Although people have been saying Insecure hasn't been as good this season because there hasn't been as many, you know, Twitter arguments over, you know, shit that have been going on on it. Yeah, it's more of just like a coming of age, just like oh shit, yeah, like oh shit, Issa getting her shit together. That's pretty much the whole season, season so far. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. I mean, we used to be the insecure connoisseurs, but that show kind of speaks for itself, man. If you haven't seen it, we do suggest seeing it because Issa is hilarious. But yeah. unfortunately, Team Lawrence over here, and I thought that he should have been on the show because that dude's funny. Yeah, and they got Daniel out of here too quick. His character is mad cool, man. I liked him. It just was funny from the the episode where you know the the where he accidentally you know you know smammed on her. I guess I don't know what the hell you want to call it. He came in her eye. Yeah, and that shit was hilarious. But it is like funny how her reaction was. Her holding the napkin over her eye at the waiting for an Uber. Yeah, like, all, right, all you have to do is wipe it off. You'd have been good. Yeah, blank a couple times. You'd be all right. <laughs> oh, wow. Riding around the town to get my old bitches. Oh. Riding around the town to get my old bitches. You ain't hold me down till a nigga came up. Why you want me now? What's the focus? way? I know you was pressing dial and my name came up. I've been off it, I've been gone for weeks to smell the setup. Put her on repeat, can't put no pussy on a pedestal. I be home a week, so for a week she is the letters. Call me when you need, only when you. Ooh, I've been off it, I've been gone for weeks to smell the setup. Put her on repeat, can't put no pussy on a pedestal. I be home a week, so for a week she is the letters. Call me when you need. Only when you, oh, you headed out of town with your best friend. I ain't front desk, bitch. You ain't gotta check in. What do you call that? I knew you come back. But nah, I mean. Going back to the movies we saw, I wanted to say that they both kind of have like a little realm of racism in them. Um, leading into our next topic, which is the new TV show that LeBron has on HBO. Uh, which n- now I finally understand this is the show that he went to court over with Nick Saban about or some shit. Did he go to court? I know they were like Nick Saban had a barbershop show, right? Is that what happened? Yeah, so LeBron James and Nick Saban, the coach of uh, Alabama, were both kind of like fighting over the idea of like this barbershop show, which uh, for those that haven't seen it, it's pretty much a bunch of uh, majority black athletes, male and female, that come and sit with LeBron James and kind of just talk about the plight of being black in America as well. Is as that, yeah, that's like what happens in a barbershop, but like on a show. Cause like that happens at my barbershop, at every barbershop I've been to, outside of like the weird play. If you go to, you mean if you go to a supercut, that's where I'm like, eh, do I? Who really wants to see a Nick Saban led barbershop show? 
Exactly. So shouts to that first episode. They had like John Stewart, who's a Jew, who I feel is like welcome to the barbershop. Oh, for uh, sure. Uh, kind of like just structured the whole show. Like while everyone was talking about different topics, like he kind of formulated to the actual like topics and stuff like that. So I think he did good on that. And um, the only part that I thought was kind of funny was they talk about like cliche barbershop stuff. The one thing that I don't think in line with the barbershop that I've seen from different homies and their stories is Draymond drinking the fucking the the wine. Oh yeah, but that's a thing that uh, like LeBron actually is like a real big wine guy. Yeah, that's why they got they had the wine. But I mean, you see people in like I've been to barbershops and I see people, you know, I mean, drinking, you know, saying like smoking sometimes. It just depends on what shop you at, you know. Wine is wild though. I was just laughing how, like. LeBron, you know, he talked about, I think LeBron was LeBron four years ago. And then some people are like, nah, I think he was LeBron all the way, you know. And then there there was definitely a lot of debates and good, um, good, good topics. But it was just so funny, man. It never failed. I definitely knew that it was going to be taken out of context. But the at the part where he explained when he came to high school in ninth grade, like a, a dominant white ran school. His first thought was like, oh, I'm not fucking with white people. And I thought that I knew that people were going to chop that piece of audio up and use that A as a meme, obviously. But Mm -hmm. B, people actually thought and used that as a talking point. Like, oh, is LeBron racist or does he not like white white people or whatever it may be? Oh, yeah. I knew that. Like, I was like, I can't wait for this to be on Facebook. Being like, I'm not. I'm not. Standing with LeBron. I knew he was basically he was racist, basically saying he don't like white people. And was like, oh well, here we go. But I mean, if you heard the whole story, it made sense. That was his mindset as a kid, going, you know, coming from an all black neighborhood, and you know, all you hearing about, you know, white people are, you know, the stuff that people usually, you know, hear about white people when they're around all black people. You know what I'm saying? And he went to all white school. He's like, I'm just here to ball. I'm not gonna fuck with white people. But then, you know, he said at the end of the year, everybody was cool. Everybody was friends. You know, what I mean, his world was opened up a little bit more. You know what I'm saying, and obviously that whole story is important. But I, I mean, I knew they were gonna cut that out. But it's funny because he he didn't even really get that much flack as much for that as he did, you know, him saying the n word, which is funny. Which is, yeah, and he was like referencing it, you know. Uh, but you know, he was just saying it. You know, when he told the story, like you know, you'd be in the shop, and you know, it'd be a dude there who not even getting a haircut. He just sitting there. And you're like, oh, yo, you next? He's like, nah, I'm cool. And then you just start roasting somebody. He's like, yo, nigga, why you here? And then I, that's literally what he said. He's like, you ain't even getting the cut, nigga. What are you doing? And so, and people were like, oh, and fucking people like Jason fucking Whitlock just coming out of Woodward saying, oh, like him saying that word and swearing on, and, you know, in the show, it definitely made me a Kobe fan. It's like, bro, have you, first of all, you know Kobe? <laughs> And it's on HBO, which is known to be right. The you know the outlet for you know adult like shows. May it be for language or you know nudity. Right. There's no nudity in this show, thank God. But right. um, yeah, no, I mean they curse, they talk like they talk in the barbershop, which like I don't understand Jason Whitlock, man. He fucking for those that don't know, he's a, a talking head on Fox Sports, and 
he kind of is the type of dude that like goes against every athlete and just says like if an athlete got in trouble he shouldn't have gotten in trouble regardless of what the situation may be he like thinks everybody should just be perfect now you want to know the sum up of what jason Whitlock is jason Whitlock, one of them pull your pants up and then police won't shoot you ass motherfuckers that's what he is yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna get? He wanted them like, yo, how white people gonna respect you if you gonna if you're not gonna pull up your pants and you are gonna say the n word? You know what I mean? Like how like how you how you try to garner respect if you if you out here doing stuff like that? And it's like, bro, if you don't sit your ass down with that dumb shit, you know what I mean? He's basically the poster boy for respectability politics. Right, and uh, I wanted to touch on that too because Odell was also in that episode. And he talked about how he feels like a zoo animal at times because in public people expect him to dance or, you know, always take a picture and always sign an autograph where I'm kind of on the fence on both thing on both ways. Like, you know, if the dude's out with his family, he's trying to eat dinner and stuff and, you know, you, people are crowding him, I can understand that gets annoying. But at the same damn time, you're rich and famous for being famous so people when they see you they're gonna act a certain way uh so there's a balance but i get that yeah i'm just me personally i'm like if i see somebody famous i just i couldn't like i wouldn't go up to him because i'm like i can't i just try to think of it for me like even if i did something that made me rich and famous i wouldn't want anybody thinking they could just run up on me and bother me while i'm trying to live my life no, yeah, that's why you have to have a cool like way about it. You know, like you can't just run up on somebody. You got to, you know, happen happen to have the luck of the draw. You got to be standing near the person. It needs to be like situational, kind of like uh, when we were at the ASU game and I ran into uh, Jalen Strong. Oh yeah, I think also too. I think it works. Like if you, all right, if you want to ask them, like, hey, you want to take a picture? Like you just can't be mad if they say no. You know what I mean? Like you just right. can't. Yeah, you can't like, hey, like, oh, can I get your like autograph? And they're like, yeah, nah, man, I'm I'm out with my family right now. I really don't feel like, like, I don't know what the fuck happened in eight day. I'm not about to be out here mad because they didn't want to go out their way to do some shit. And not only that, there's like, there's levels to it. Like, if you just say yo it up to Odell and, and then you give him a dab, he keep it moving. That's fine. Mm-hmm. If you go out of your way and ask him for something, and he says no, then it's perfectly fine. You know, right. I think people get really defensive. Yeah. The athlete should at least say hi at the very most, at the very least. You know what I'm saying? And and that if the athlete can't do that, then they're kind of like not fit for it. But again, Whitlock had a very stupid take on that. Uh, he was trying to say that Odell dances and likes to be flashy and likes to be you know a fan favorite. So when he sees fans, the fa- he should have to he should be able to embrace them all the time. And the way he made an analogy made no fucking sense was that he puts himself out there as a fat guy because he likes to eat a lot so when he goes out to dinner or goes to friends places to eat people insist that he eats more and more and he says that it's not them being rude it's the way he puts himself out there that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard no what Nah, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. So if someone someone went up to a fat person and was like, "Come on, man, I know you can eat." It's not. Yeah, like that's that's the weirdest shit. Yeah, you know why somebody's fat, bro? (laughs) And I know mad skinny people that can eat. They just got fast metabolisms. You know what I mean? Like, what what are we talking about? But 
Yeah, dude, a fucking idiot. That's pretty much what that is. Like, bro, what? You're not obligated. Just because he likes dancing after he scores a fucking touchdown don't mean he got to fucking sign everybody's autograph when they see him out. Or he got to fucking dance like a goddamn, like a goddamn, you know, circus clown because somebody told him to dance because they're a fucking Giants fan. Yeah, fucking that's dumb. Right, exactly. It should be within the realm. Like, if you're at the game and he's dancing and you see and you can, like, yell at him and be like, Odell, you know, and then he keeps dancing, that's cool. But if he's out of the element of that, granted, yeah, you see him, it's kind of cool. You're just like, yo, what up, you know? Um, that that That's it. If you're just all over him, can we take a picture? Can you sign this? Can you, you know, can, can I hold up your day even longer? It's just like, bro, I'm just like, I got to keep it moving, you know? Um, right. I will say, though, when I first moved out here, Matt Leiner, when he first became the Cardinals of the uh, uh, the quarterback of the Cardinals, uh, he was next in line to me at, in Chipotle, at Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Leiner. So I just, you know, casually was just like, what's up, Leiner? Like, how you doing? And instead of just being like, oh, good, man, thanks. He was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man, fuck you. I don't even care. It was just awkward because we're in the line at Chipotle. So we just had to stand there for the next five minutes, like in awkward silence. Right. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of, I would see, like, it's hard for me because I'm, I'm thinking, like, there's some days where, you you know, you go out or I go out and something might happen or we're just not feeling it that day. And we don't really want to talk to people. You know what I mean? Right. So it could. I can see how any athlete could have that going on so i get that but at the same time like even like in our even though we're not famous and i'm sure they get it all the goddamn time like not to like 180 on my opinion i'm just saying like if people come up to me and i don't know them like that like i'm not gonna just be like yeah what i'm not gonna like you know dismiss them and be rude off the bat i'll you know i mean i might be quick or you know short or something like that like oh yeah 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 like, oh hey yeah thanks you know what i mean but i'm not like i'm not gonna try to drive the conversation but I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, intentionally mean to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, there's a balance. Like I said, there's uh, Deion Buchanan. He's the linebacker in safety for the Cardinals, and he works out at my gym. And some people run up to him and ask for an autograph and stuff, and I think I've come to the point where I know how to kind of handle it. I um just slowly, like, you know, say what up to him whenever, like, I'm working out next to him on a machine. I don't, like, go across the gym to say what up to him or nothing, you know? Right, and so, if, you, if you see him all the time at a gym, like you probably, like you can't come up to a person all the time. Right. Yeah, I only do it like once, or I've only said hi to him like once or twice. Right. Um, but if you see somebody one time out, you're like, oh, especially if you like a big fan. I'm like, I get it. Like you, you shoot your shot one time. They say no, you just can't be mad about it. Right. Uh, I've been. You know, what's funny is there, there's there's been one time where. I think a celebrity enjoyed being around me because I wasn't crowding them, but I actually didn't realize it was a celebrity until after they walked away. Mm-hmm. So Who was it? Michael Phelps is uh, oh. the, yeah, he lives here, doesn't he? Yeah, he's the ASU swim coach too. That's funny. So he was at one of the football games, and I, you know, go to the games often. And I was at one of the games and I just stood next to this tall motherfucker and I was just like, man, this motherfucker's tall. And that's all <laughs> that's all I thought. I didn't look at him one bit after that. Didn't, you know, think twice. And then 
as uh, the game's over and he's walking away, people were just yelling like Phelps, Phelps, Phelps. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? So I was standing next to him the whole time. That's funny. And he probably thought like, wow, I love this dude. He's not crowding me and nothing. I don't give a shit. That's funny. Like, I think I'm trying to think of like people I've actually been around that's famous. Uh, I once saw Waka Flocka at a uh, fashion square mall. What was he doing? What was he doing he, there? He was just walking around the mall. I'm guessing he was shopping. It was like him. He had a bunch of girls and like two other dudes. And like I saw him, and I was like, "That what?" And it's like I'm like, "Why that dude kind of look like Waka Flocka?" And then you know I heard like white people from the distance going "Brick Squad." Uh, I'm like, "Oh, that must be that must actually be Flocka." And people were just like Flocka. I'm like, "Damn, they really just <laughs> just saying his own name back at him." That's kind of funny. <laughs> He's like, I'm just here for a good deal on jeans. I don't know why. Yeah, people were, people were taking pictures with him. I'm just like, I'm just gonna, you know, leave him alone. I'm like, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I don't like Waka Flocka enough to take a picture with him. To be honest, I mean, like, I got a homie who got pictures with a bunch of athlete or like famous people, athletes, and like, I'm like kind of envious because I'm like, that's kind of cool though. But at the same time, I would never be able to be like, yo. Waka Flocka, let me take a picture with you or fucking, because he had like, I think he had one with like YG or somebody and he had one with somebody like pretty famous. I'm, I keep thinking Oprah, but not actually Oprah. I like, uh, I don't know, I think it's cool to take pictures if it's like within your element, like uh, one year the Super Bowl was here in Arizona, so they had like the radio row and like all the radio stations and stuff kind of set up here and uh, a lot of retired athletes like you know, broadcast for the teams. Mm-hmm. So I got to run into like Sammy uh, Madison. They used to be a cornerback for the Giants and Dolphins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, because I was there, I was cool with asking them for pictures and stuff. But if I just saw them on the street, I think it's a little out of pocket to just randomly ask or, for a picture, you know? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's true. Like chance encounters are really not a good idea. I to do that shit. But either way, back to the original thing is is Whitlock's dumb, and not, like Odell's right. Like, don't don't be coming up on these athletes trying to get them to dance. Like that's a wild shit. How do you not even think about what you're saying when you yell at somebody to dance? Grown ass <laughs> man. Like, hey, yo, dance with me. Like, what the fuck? Right. Or like, what are you supposed to do? Like, yo, here's this rock. Catch it with one hand, bro. <laughs> like, yo, like, hey, LeBron, let me throw you an alley-oop. Like, bro, we got a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I like, know, it's unlimited bread. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, hey, bro, dance. Like, you down, sitting down with your family. You know what I'm saying? Or you, you, you know, you're with friends or somebody eating dinner. Nah, get up and do the fucking nene. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's really stupid, man. Like, yeah, like he, like he's the bad guy for saying no. It's like, bro, you're, you're that's a wild ass request. Like, right? I think just say like, "Yo, Odell, what's up?" And if he hits you with a head nod, that's more than enough, you know? Right? Could you imagine even saying that to somebody who dances for a living? You see a Jabberwocky out, and you're like, "Hey, yo, do some Jabberwocky shit." You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how you would think. You see all like five of them or six of them, like they're they're never. I mean, you would never identify them without the mask, right? No, no, they just got them. Well, I guess if they got their mask on, maybe you might feel a bit more inclined. You're like, hey, look, y'all about to dance anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are about to turn up at this grocery. All right. 
Ever that I don't know. You see fucking was it Shannon Tatum's wife, Jenna, I don't know, Shannon DeWin or whatever the fuck her name is from Step Up. You really gonna be shouting at her to dance real quick? Like I don't like I don't really get why people do shit like that. I also don't really get the narrative that, you know, the sports media has on Odell Beckham. Like I was talking to people at work and they were saying, like, I don't know if I want Odell Beckham on my team, he might be a headache. I'm like, what the fuck has he even done? Like his worst, like he never been in, he's never been arrested. You know what I mean? He's not, you know what I'm saying? He's not getting into actual. Like he had the one thing with Josh Norman, but he's not really doing anything wild. He's not smoking. He's not doing drugs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just a really good player, and he just likes to celebrate when he scores touchdown. Like, I mean, I get people were mad that he went on that boat trip before the thing, but like I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, other than that, I don't really understand why people act like he's a headache. He's done some on-the-field shit that's affected the team. Like, a game against the Jets, he kicked the football out of frustration that, like, caught, took them out of field goal position and shit like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that I can see that he's really emotional. You know, people will get at him for crying and shit like that. But, uh, yeah, he's got no off-the-field issues except for the whole blunt smoking thing with the Instagram model. But, fuck, man, let the dude live. He just got, right. his, he got his contract. So now he's going to be way more tame and, uh, you know, he's he's healthy again. So he's going to be on, like, the comeback trail. Right. I take him on my team any day, bro. I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. Yeah, he's about to ball out, man. Eli's, Eli's looking good, dude. So uh, we ready, man. Shouts to the Giants. We ready. Football is back. Also, college football. I just want to slide that in there real quick. Shouts to bump, 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 bump. That's not the song. But. I'm actually, I'm actually like wearing an ASU shirt right now. It's funny. Uh, shouts to the Sun Devils for putting a whooping on UTSA. Uh, shouts to the coach. Uh, no clue what the hell UTSA is, but you got University it. University of Texas, San Antonio. Oh, okay. Uh, and shouts to Coach Herm Edwards. You play to win the game. His uh, first ASU victory as head coach, his first head coaching gig. Uh, like in eight years, and then his first college head coaching gig in 29 years. So, shouts to the Devils for putting on a whooping. Next week is the actual test, though, as we play Michigan State. So, yeah, it's gonna be a big game, man. So, hopefully, uh, Larry, knows that home? there's no way that's home. That's not home. Yeah, that's here. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. So, Michigan State decided to come here. That's wild. And they travel big. So, uh, Tempe's gonna be lit next weekend. Did I go to the game? Uh, I actually like so I only go to the games when it's not on TV and it's on ESPN this weekend. Mm. So I'm probably gonna watch it on ESPN. We should probably link up and watch it or some shit. We'll figure it out. Uh, I might be doing uh, bachelor parties, you know, stuff this week. Actually, I'm pretty sure I am. So, damn, I'm, yeah, I'm being my for Trav. Bachelor oh, party, so. shit. All right, shouts to Trav. Uh, Mister Been at the movies, aka refilling the popcorns. You good? Yeah, we should like do a segment like Trav because Trav sees some Trav see more movies than I do, so we should just be like, "Yo, this is what Trav thought of this damn movie because he saw it and I didn't." Dude, he's <laughs> fucking every day is Snapchat's like him at the movie theater. I'm like, dude, what's going on? Is that the movies? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so. uh, uh, Shouts to that, but no. Nah, uh...
This feel like my chance This feel like my moment Everyone needs a fan Everyone needs a close-up Let me see your hands up high If you know one Let me see your hands up high If you know one Nobody's a no one I'm gleaming I'm the me I see when I be dreaming I remember thinking that I'd never see it I remember thinking that I'd never be it now I pay my mom's lease with an appearance fee If they screaming my name, I must be hearing things But nah, it's all, it's all for you Your life, your dreams, they are This feel like my chance, this feel like my moment Everyone needs a fan, everyone needs a close-up Let me see your hands up Like you were saying about the white people yelling at Waka Flocka uh, Eminem dropped the album that uh you had some some feelings about well yeah eminem <laughs> it's funny so eminem dropped revival which was his album with like was that in february it seemed early, it was earlier this year right i don't remember the last eminem fucking album besides what was it god what it, rap god yeah that was marshall mathers uh lp2 that, that was, was the last one i remember and that one wasn't that good either <laughs> okay yeah keep going uh, but yeah, so he dropped revival either sometime either sometime late last year or early this year, and people fucking hated it. You know what I mean? He had bars on there where you're talking about, you know, her booty's heavy duty like diarrhea, and you know people didn't like it. Like I listened to it one time and I didn't go back to it and I was fine. You know what I mean? Uh, it 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 just seemed like every other album that he's come out with since. His hiatus after he made Encore, you know what I mean? Like he had, what was it called? It was Relapse, which, you know, was paying. And he came back with Recovery, which was better than Relapse, but he was kind of, he even admitted that like Relapse wasn't really that good. And then he's basically doing the same thing this time. But it's like weird because the whole album, he's kind of like saying that he's mad that people were mad. Like so he came out with, a, he dropped a surprise album this weekend, like Thursday night called kamikaze and it was like a response to how people felt about revival and throughout the album it felt like he was saying that he understood at first that it wasn't that good but most of the time he was just complaining that people didn't think it was good which is like a weird thing to do and i'm kind of at the point now with eminem uh which is funny because i'm on i've gone on record to say like i don't like the new stuff you know whatever it may be He's more of like a rap mogul now, media mogul, to the point where he kind of just signs people. He's a great producer. He's behind the scenes guy. Um, I don't really like his new shit, and that's kind of how I feel about Fifty. And I'm a huge Fifty fan, right? And uh, just because he drops something doesn't mean that like it's automatically the best piece of work, right? You know? It's at the end of the day, we we see a forty year old quarterback, and you know we're just like, nah, he's old, you know. And it's right. like, you know, Eminem is 40-something, too, or 50, or whatever it is. 46 or something like that, 45. Yeah, and, like, it's like, just because he was the best at one point does not mean he's the man. I mean, Snoop was the best at one point, and then he started doing features with Katy Perry talking about California. <laughs> First of all, I'm not going to let you slander Snoop, but, <laughs> like, that, hey, that's the best part of that song, that Snoop part. But Snoop, one of those rappers, has actually aged gracefully. You know what I mean? Because he was you, obviously his heyday was in the '90s, but then he had hits, you know, in the in the 2000s, 
And, you know, he had, he had some albums. Now, again, people aren't rocking with it, you know, like they did in the 90s. And that's fine. Like, you get older, you just not, like, anybody who get older, like, you're not going to be the same. And, that like, I feel like he looked at it because people were making fun of, you know, first of all, we're in the internet age. Everybody's going to get these jokes. Literally, it don't matter who the fuck you are. Everybody's getting the jokes. And nobody cares how how famous you are, how, you know what I mean, how much of an icon you know, who's top five you in, you are getting these jokes. That's literally what's going to happen. People don't give two shits. And so for him to look at it as people taking shots at his legacy because they didn't like his last album, you know what I mean, is is kind of wild to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and you know, as uh, creative as he is and for somebody that comes off as like, he doesn't give a fuck and he's going to, you know, make the same music regardless. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he give a fuck, gave a fuck, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. I don't. Why lie? Say you don't get like you obviously give a fuck, but it's just funny. Like obviously, some of the jokes are like funny of people saying <laughs> that the way he rapped. I don't know if did you see the Chris Delia thing, Chris Delia. No, but I've been told I look like him. So shouts to doppelgangers. That's wild. But no, he did like a thing of like this how this how. Uh, <laughs> It's our Eminem rap, and he's just like. Of course I'm on torrent. I'm driving a Porsche over the floorboards, over the f- four points. While you're in the four torrents, getting an abortion and a divorce at the same time, they hear supporting. Look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking. And you're looking and staring at mannequins. And I'm going to fanikins, trying to get up a planikins. All of the planikins, fanikins, fan, fan, panikins. But all the bannikins and the cabana in the cabana. You're in a cab- I'm in a cabana in the chant. I'm in a cabana chanting on the stand-up banner. Well, you don't got the stamina. You're lacking the stamina. You're lacking the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford. And I'm in a portion of flooring ports while I'm on torrent. You're using way too many napkins. Papkins. Lapkins and chapkins. You're using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin. Flapping around like a papkin. Flaming a baby, the pan a champion, damn in a can of <laughs> He's like, napkin, black and napkin. <laughs> 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 I, I'm gonna roll it in the show, but that shit is hilarious. I will say that, like, uh, Eminem, I love his music and definitely love his stance now on Trump and stuff like that. But some of his shit is like, like you were saying, and like many others saying, like, you don't have to rap violently and fast every single song, like, right. It's okay. Like I get it. Like you don't. You can crash his in, and, and that's the plan. And jump in a, you know, Ferrari and uh, yeah. Out, you know, like whatever. I can't even rap like him. But you know how he drive. He raps so yeah. fast, and he, has he, raps and he and he rhymes everything. And it's like part of me respects that because it's not like it's easy. But also, I rather hear a good song. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like yo. This like I'm not gonna. Ignore the fact that the song's not good to me just because you rhymed every word, every syllable in the thing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? That's why to me, Biggie's my goat. Because he could do shit like that and still and still like the story still makes sense. Not saying that, you know, Eminem doesn't do it and the story doesn't make sense, but the story the story still makes sense. And that shit sound good and it flows to where you barely even realize that he did that shit. You know what I mean? Like he'll he would just roll and just do shit like that. But to me, I feel like it becomes not that I don't I mean I don't I can't get into Eminem's head, 
But I feel like it feels more academic with Eminem at this point in his career. Like he's doing it because he feels like he's proven something and he's kind of just like doing that shit just because. And it's not like him making music that he wants to make that he thinks sounds good and like has a message for like his life. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people just don't age well. Like Jay Z was kind of on that, on a, he was on a way where he was making some like shaky music. You know what I mean? Like, because people didn't really... Did you like the Blueprint 3? Nah, and I didn't really fuck with 444 either. You didn't like 444? Is that? Okay, so, I mean, you might. So then you're still on that. But, like, for me, I was like, I Blueprint 3 was shaky. Uh, Watch the Throne was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then uh, Magna Carta Holy Grove wasn't very good. You know what I'm saying? And to me, 444 was kind of like a little comeback to where, all right, because... The thing with Jay Z was his flow was feeling weird, and he still does it. Like even on that card, did you watch? Did you listen to the Carter's album with him and Beyonce? No, no. <laughs> so like even like there's parts of it where I can hear old Jay, where you know the, he's spitting for real, and then there's still parts where like I can hear his flow being a little off on the beat to me, and like some you know it irks me, but it's like I right, whatever. It's just you know that's where he's at in his career. You know he's old. He didn't really. You know, have the same passion for rapping, and to me, that's the same thing with Eminem. Like, I love Eminem, and like, I like this old, like his old stuff. I love like my favorite Eminem song is uh is you know was it called uh, cleaning out my closet, and like you know what I'm saying like I like that song. I like the old Eminem, and like even like I didn't enjoy as much like his silly shit as you know, but I also didn't enjoy like his shit about him beating. Like his wife and you know obviously shit like that and you know some of the fucked up more you know weird shit that he rapped about so there was like you know I was in between but I still liked Eminem but you know my what I mean not, it had to be uh, my dad's gone crazy <laughs> yeah like he has shit like nobody's like denying that Eminem is great or like he's a legend in the game and like you know there's parts of this album where he's spitting I like two songs on it you know he's spitting. But at the same time, like there's some like the song just don't sound good. He's not like he's not really trying. Like he's not really worried about you know what I'm saying making a good song at this point. He's more like because he's not even really some of these songs he's not even on beat as much. It's just funny because uh, I was on. I'm guilty of saying it. Like I think when the Nas album came out, mm-hmm. but like when somebody drops an album, they'll be like, "Oh, hip hop's finally back." Right. I hate it. And uh, I will say, you know, hey, after seeing Black Klansmen last night, I can definitely refer to them in an outward spectrum. Uh, when white people <laughs> fucking, as Driver said, I got skin in the game, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, white people just post about, oh, you know, they'll post an Eminem song or, oh, hip hop's back. I'm like, okay, I can already think that this song is about to be medium sauce, you know? <laughs> right? Like, when people just say that shit, I hate it. And, like, it's it, it even irks me when it's, like, people I like. Like, I'm a big J. Cole fan. Like, I love J. Cole. But I, ha- I hate it when J. Cole dropped his album and people were like, yeah, see, the reel's back. He's coming to fucking kill all these mumble rappers. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, if you don't like J. Cole, it's because, you know, you can't comprehend, like, the bars and him talking about real shit. And it's like, bros, just stop, man. Come on, man. Right, right. And, like, you could listen to one song of a new artist's, like, repertoire and, like, his, like, 300 to 500 song, you know, arsenal. Doesn't mean that, like, you bang out with that whole artist. You could just be like, yeah, I like the song. Like, right. 
you know, Juice World. I'm not going to say I like all his shit, but there are a couple of songs that I like. I know you don't like his shit, but I'm right. not saying that like, yo, he's nah, he's a one. You know what I'm not, what I'm also not going to do, even if he was like a big fan of Juice World, I'm not going to be like, oh, you like Juice World? I mean, you can't comprehend real shit. Like, you don't know about that real shit then. That you like Juice World. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, that shit is dumb. I'm tired. Like, I'm getting sick and tired of seeing that shit on the internet. I mean, I guess that, like, kind of lead into, you know, what I was going to talk about next, but because I'm just, like, sick. And that's the way people argue about music on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't, like, if I, me not liking this Eminem, like, album means that I, like, I can't comprehend the motherfucker rapping fast that, like, he's going, like, he's teabagging the mic because he's going nuts on it. Like, nigga, I know what that means. Like, he rapping it fast. Like, that don't mean that he said some shit that was, you know, so profound that it's over my head. Like, again, like, this, you, people are putting way too much into this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could just not like an album because I, I personally don't like an album. If you rock with the new Eminem album, that's fucking cool. Like, we could, we could disagree on that shit, you know, as much as you want. Like, I know uh, Trav said he fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's just me and him. Like, he, I got shit that I like that he don't fuck with, and he got shit that he likes, and I'm like kind of like and on that, you know what I mean? And that's fine. I just on the internet, this whole like, oh shit, bro, You're like if you like even LeBron did it, and I had to roll my eyes. He was like, yeah, if you don't if you don't like this new Eminem album, like you just don't even know what real rap is. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? Right, and like, there's levels to it. Like you said, you could listen to some music as escapism. You could listen to some music for what it's worth. Um, but yeah, you were kind of like saying that with TV shows too, like Rick and Morty. Like some people think they're smarter than you because they watch Rick and Morty. You know, right? Like, yeah, I hate it. If, if you don't watch, if you don't watch Rick and Morty, it's because you don't get it, bro. It's like, nah, I get it. Like, and like, I I think I like it more because it's funny with like the Rick and Morty because I like Rick and Morty, and with uh like J. Cole is like because I liked him when people were making fun of people who were saying that shit, they kinda like fuck. Like I kinda wanna get in on this, but I like the show. But like you look like a fucking dweeb on the internet thinking that you're like you're doing some higher plane of existence because you're watching a cartoon show. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? And right, exactly. It's like um it's based on like, you know, just if you watch the show to be funny or just like for me, I all right. So here's a little shade. I watch Jersey Shore, right? Mm-hmm. I know that provides no actual like intellectual value or any type of growth when it comes to the brain activity. Mm-hmm. But I just like it because it's entertaining, and I think Paulie D and Vinny are funny. So like that's literally it. So it's not like, oh, you watch Jersey Shore, you don't know real TV shows. It's like no, I do. I just you know I choose TV to be kind of my escape route, not my way to learn shit. Everybody has their guilty pleasures, and I'm, you know, I'm guilty of of being that person. Like, wow, you watching? Re- and I used to watch reality TV show, but once I grew out of it, I was like, wow, we really watching fucking Jersey Shore? Like, what the like? Oh, Jim Tan Laundry, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I was definitely that guy. And now I don't know if it's just me getting older. Just like at this point, it's like, why, why? Like, you like some shit that other people don't like. You know, other people like shit that you don't like. Like, I like to joke on the internet and be like, you know, what I'm saying like, oh, if you like. If you don't think Tarzan's the best Disney soundtrack, you wrong. Like, but I'm ultimately joking. Like, everybody has their opinions on shit. Like, if you want to watch reality TV show, that fine, that's you. Long as you're, not, I mean, long as you're not like 
living your life by that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, shout, shouts to you, man. You can fucking get a thousand comments on Facebook asking about whose Disney character is better. Mind you, I'm asking about content related to the show, and motherfuckers won't even pull up. Digital. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta ask questions that are dumb. I think I think now in these trying times, people would rather argue about stupid shit. Like arguing about real shit is too much. J Lo and The Rock is not real shit. No, no, no I get that. I get that. But it, you know, Disney's always gonna garner some some other shit. But I, you know, I digress. Back on the, the whole, you know, how people argue on the internet. It's just, I don't know. It's all just funny. Like you're not one. Music has more to do with feeling than people like to admit. You know what I mean? Like, not every song has to be super duper lyric lyrical or have this super deep meaning behind it for you to feel it and like actually like that song. And like, people can say that's what they do, but they're fucking lying because I could tell them a bunch of songs that are fucking classic or bangers that like they fucking rock with that don't really have this huge meaning behind you know what i mean not every michael jackson song had like this crazy meaning behind it you know what i'm saying yeah you're right like not every biggie song was like super duper lyrical and he, you know what i'm saying like it had this crazy like nah you know what i'm saying sometimes it's just like he's in the fucking club and he he see a lot of chicks in there that's you know he's trying to have babies with and that shit still fucking goes in you know what i mean <laughs> that's mad true dude i don't know like <laughs> I just think, yeah, when it comes to arguing music, like music's like an entertainment and like a preference thing. So I, I think you just sound wild out of pocket if you're telling other people like, nah, you don't know music. It's like, wait, how are you going to tell me what I don't like? And I dare, I mean, there's people like it depends if you're saying you don't know music in terms of playing it or like knowing like the intricacies of what going into a beat pattern or, you know, how people are constructing like people are like, oh, all this shit sounds the same. It's like you don't understand what goes like the how hard it is to make a fucking beat. One beat. <laughs> so like that part I get, but it's just people who like just because they, they think they know better because they listen to old because like oh all I fuck with is nineties rap. I hate those people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I just hate like and it's not even that like those people. It, it's usually just like white people. <laughs> and white people like, yeah, like I like rap, but like mostly nineties rap. It, and like, usually, and I like, feel it in my bone. I'm like, oh, I don't probably don't fuck with you, man. It's like nineties <laughs> rap. It's like, dude, there's a finite amount of nineties rap. It's like you can't dismiss and say like, no new music is good because, yeah. uh, then it's like, all right, well then you'll never be able to listen to new music, you know? Right, and you can't just be like nineties because there's some trash people. From the nineties. Next time somebody hit me with it, I'm just gonna be like, "Oh shit!" So you was fucking with Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer, and he's like, "Oh no, 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 not them." Like, "Oh okay." Like, oh, you just all right. So you talking about Two Live Crew, right? Which again, I, if somebody fuck with Two Live Crew, I'd be all in on it. But still, like, if there's anybody who literally they songs would just them repeating shit, and I actually doing anything with lyrics, it'd be Two Live Crew, peak nineties. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, the general the generalization, I'm just over. People using mumble rap to describe everybody that's bad is also annoying to me. You hear exactly every word Lil Pump says, and that nigga is ass. Don't put him as a mumble rapper. You know exactly what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> exactly, and he's terrible. But he's not a but then they'll say like, oh, he's a mumble rapper. Like, bro, he ain't mumble once. <laughs> like he's saying that ass shit full clarity for you to hear. 
Yeah, he's he says he says the same shit. He's a reiterating rapper, right? like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci. Right, right. So I just like people just use him like, and then uh, you know they put like Young Thug in that. I was like, bro, Young Thug's actually good. You know what I mean? Like, don't do this stuff. And and you're just getting annoyed at me. And also people who are like, oh, mumble rap's terrible, but then they'll go listen to fucking heavy metal. Like, bro, get out of my fucking face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause you do you know what they be saying in some of them heavy metal songs? Cause I don't. Um, no, not at all. I think it's all about the guitar riffs and stuff. Which is cool. But you then you can't get mad at somebody if they fucking with a song cause the beat going. Like I'm sorry, it's the same shit. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, I can rant forever on this, so I'll probably just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, stop, you know, stop acting like your music tastes. You know, is this higher upper echelon shit, high palate? You know what I mean? You make you smarter than everybody else, and everybody else is dumb when that's not the case. You only don't you only have poor music taste if you only listen to country. That's the only thing we can all agree on. Yeah, and, and I I've, <laughs> I've definitely agreed to country or agreed or tried and given my all my my you know Giving attempts and stuff like that, I can nah. just—it's not happening. Nah, I'm joking. There's this is good country. There's like old country that's good. I heard Curse Casey Musgrave is somebody who talks about you know real stuff in country. So I don't want to. I can't just go back and you know fuck up my whole point by saying that. But it was a joke. But again, it, that country just don't bang to me. So that's why. That's it. Which is fine if you fuck with country. Yeah. <laughs> You're like nah bro <laughs> well i'm just trying to be fair and be nice but i'm, right, like, I'm like but i'm still like yeah, yeah. well no nah, it's just like when people are like um <clears throat> when people are just like yeah i listen to country you gotta listen to this style that style i don't want to sound like an asshole and be like none of them are good like can you stop you know and, that's why uh, i think i think the way you just gotta do it just say it's just not for me you know what I mean? Which if somebody told me that that they didn't fuck with rap, just like I don't really like I hear it and it just I don't know I just don't like it's, it has nothing to do with you know whether or not people are good or not. I just don't. It's just not for me. Like all right, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I feel about country. Like none of it, no country song could come on. I'm like yo, this is a fucking slapper. Never has happened in my life. Yeah, and uh... I think it's the Twain. I just can't do it. And there's been, it's funny because there's been uh, music that I thought was like country, and I was like, yo, I like this song. And they're like, this is more like bluegrass. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, sorry then. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Like, I'm just not going to, you know, people sing about farms. It doesn't resonate with me. But I mean, it's all the same shit. Like, people who live in, you know, big cities and in the suburbs, like, for some reason, they love country music, even though they ain't never live on a farm in their life. And then you got people like me, you know, I, I grew up in the hood. But, you know, I never gangbang, but, like, you know, that music resonates more with me than, you know, some motherfucker singing about a tractor. Yeah, especially finding the tractor sexy or whatever it is. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, man, shouts to country music fans. If they listen, if they're buckets out there. They probably don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably the first time we told them we don't like country. I don't know. Shout out to my homie, uh, my boy Davey Arnold, though. I used to work with him, and um, he's an aspiring country singer. And uh, he's like on tour and moved to Nashville and did the whole thing. So 
Shouts to him chasing the dream, though. That's what's up. Again, I mean, that's what you're into. That's what you're into. It's, it's all good. Shouts to, shouts to the homie. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's all preference. The Eminem album, I liked like two of the songs. You know, shouts to him for making it a normal amount of songs. It was like, what, 13 or 15 songs or something? Yeah, it was 13 songs. I like two of them. The one with the joint with Joyner Lucas. Uh, I like the one with Royce the Five Nine. Uh, you know, and then like, I don't know how much I'm going to listen to them again, but that, you know, those are the ones I like. The other ones, like, they, they, there was just some weird beats on there, too. You know? Yeah, I just, I don't know. It was all right. I mean, uh, I think it was cool that he was able to drop an album and, you know, now it's the number one, but that just goes to show, like, you know, the clout of a rapper doesn't mean, like, you know. Right. Like, uh, I'm reminded of, like, every time, because you can, anybody, anytime anybody drops an album, you can find, you know, positive, you know, comments on it. Like, oh, this shit is the best thing ever. Like, you can find that on Twitter. Like, I remember when Justin Timberlake dropped an album earlier this year. Do you remember that? I don't remember the. I don't remember him dropping like a fully. You know, yeah, that's funny because he dropped the whole album, and then it was fucking some weird beep boop bop robot shit. And like, I saw on Twitter all these people like, "Oh, th- people don't know what they talking about." The Justin Timberlake album is amazing. I heard like people at work was like, "I kind of like this robot song," and I'm like, "No, you don't. You're lying to me. Like, you guys are all lying. You saying it because it's Justin Timberlake and he's just known commodity. You guys don't really fuck with this song." And you know what? He dropped that album. That shit came and went. That motherfucker was on the radio for a whole three weeks. I ain't heard none of his songs on the radio. All the people who said they fuck with that shit do not listen to that shit anymore. And like, so it kind of just went under the wind. Now, I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen to Eminem, like, cause this is probably this. I, like, this album is definitely not as bad as that Justin Timberlake album, cause that Justin Timberlake I album was fucking I terrible. I do remember the one song with like the orange robot or some shit. Yeah, that shit was te- like I'm not even gonna like I feel kind of messed up because like I like this is just not a good album. It is not a terrible album like that Justin Timberlake album was. But I can see this like just like how Revival was like it came and went. People were praising that shit and it came and it fucking went. You know what I mean? Like this album was better than Revival, but that's really not saying much. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I think it was all right. I think people just need to chill with the dramatics of like oh this album is the best it just came out last night but it's already the best i just i don't know it just was getting annoyed i was seeing some wild takes on twitter people saying that like eminem didn't get love in the 2000s like what are you talking about people have had eminem in their top five since 2004 what are we talking what are we even talking about bro what the fuck are you saying like yo if eminem was black he'd get way more respect like no what do you mean if Eminem was black, he'd be Red Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> he'd be Red Man. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he's sold all this. He sold shit ton. He's one of the highest selling artists of all time. Like, even if you ignore that, like, black people have been giving him props since forever. Like, like people saying, like, people are shit. Like, no, he just he hasn't. Like, he dropped a bunch of bad albums in a row. And it happens when you age. Like, it's fine, bro. It's not that big a deal. Like, 50 dropped a bunch of bad albums in a row. And it's fine, Bree. Like we still love Fifty. Yeah, and I, I I'm a huge Fifty fan. Now he's getting into TV shows. Shouts to Power. He's right. directing movies. I still need to see Den of Thieves. Um, but yeah, man, he's out here, man. Shouts to Fifty. That's the thing, man. You you know you start just like with basketball players. Like eventually, you age and you're not as good as the other guys. Right, and it's fine. It don't mean you're not a legend. Yeah, you just gotta you know fall back and kind of like watch right. from a distance. 
Like, like you know what I mean? Like, Jordan was on the Wizards not being as good as he was before. Wasn't mean he still wasn't fucking Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Carmelo's kind of winding down. I mean, he wasn't. It doesn't mean Carmelo's not a fucking Hall of Famer. Like, I don't understand, like, how people, like, think this shit is such slight. Like, it'd be all right, bro. Yeah. But we got to stop talking about this because, again, I can keep going. But, you know, we're uh, back to the, you know, our favorite part of the week. Burn, 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 songs of the week. What you got? Well, you know, sends to shouts to the homie Trav, the day one. He's loyal, so he stays one. Uh, he was talking about, yo, we need to do something special for episode 50. I was like, you know what? Why change it up? Don't break nothing. That's not, or don't fix nothing. That's not broken. So what I am going to do is going to ether his song of the week. And for my song of the week, we're going to go with Wiz and Kyle. Um, the song that he suggested, which was Moment. Oh, yeah. I like that song a lot. Yeah. You know, so. a Netflix movie. I don't know if you saw it. I was watching it all the way to the point where the kid threw up on Wiz for smoking too much weed, and I was like, that doesn't happen, so I'm, <laughs> I'm turning this show off. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that in How High? Didn't he have the weed to make the dude throw up? Yeah, but that was back then when I didn't even know what weed was about. Now, as I'm a heavy smoker, I know that you don't get fucking violently high like that. Yeah, I was going to think, has anybody ever thrown up from smoking weed? I've never heard of that. Uh, like, is yeah, that even I mean, possible? Yeah, I mean, of course you can. You could be allergic to the plant and then, like, you know, vomit. Or you could just get really high, dizzy, and vomit. Or if you drink and get crossfaded, vomit. Yeah, but I feel like I attribute that always to the, the liquor more so. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's where I, like, I saw that on the preview. He's just like, yo, yo, Wiz, this, this weed is strong as hell. I'm really hot. And he just throws up. I'm like, wait, what? Could have been anything else to make him throw up. Could have just been like you know his his, his nerves, but nah, it was the weed. But I whatever, I'll you know I'll let it slide. Yeah, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't really like it that much. It was funny because it's kids from Long Island, and they go to the city and want to be rappers and stuff. But it was all right. Okay, uh, so my songs of the week. Um, outside of the the um. Outside of the Eminem album that dropped, there was a lot of other music that came out. You had Black Young- Youngster drop an album. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, more for fun. Like, you're not about to be listening to him to hear him say any profound shit. You really just listen to him say whore a bunch of times. But, you know, his Fuck Everybody 2 came out. You know, if you really into strip club music, that shit's fire. Uh, also, Don Q dropped. And uh, my song from him is uh, I Can't Lie with A Boogie with, with the Hoodie. So definitely check out Don Q's album. I know Travis is fucking with that shit heavy. This got to be a record for us name dropping him on the pod, by the way. I don't even know. Yeah, eventually when he makes it big with uh, his banking or car shit that he does, um, he could be the sponsor. There you go. But yeah, nah. So definitely check those out. But yeah, man. Episode 50 of the Bucket Up podcast, man. What a what a time to be alive, man. We were talking about making a podcast many moons ago. And we were like, yo, let's just fuck it and do it. And now we're here 50 episodes deep. It's 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 remarkable to see you, Ty, put up with me weekend and week out. Uh, we got the movie coverage continuously to come, man. That's the gimmick. And then the product is here, the podcast. And, you know, we're open to new opportunities. So if people want to do crossovers, shout out to Slick Radio. Shout outs to Chicken Social. Shouts to Bro Bible for, you know, publishing that one article about us, uh, about Bucket Hat Friday. 
Uh, we plan to grow. Shout out to TTS for having us on doing that crossover episode, which should be dropping this week. Um, yeah, man. So for the buckets that are new to this, uh, thanks for listening to us. For the ones that continue to listen to us, we appreciate y'all. We know we're not going to stop. You know we're not going to stop. We're all here for the jokes of everything. But for the new buckets, man, Ty, where can they follow us on the social? Yeah, make sure you follow us on Facebook at the Bucket Up Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at the Bucket Hat Boys, and then on Twitter we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Um, definitely hit us up on there. You can you can hit us up for you know, content ideas, shit you want us to talk about. Uh, if you just want to show love, we got T-shirts. Hit us up about that. Let's try and get a T-shirt. Um, if you fuck with us, as always, uh, you know, make sure you. Leave a review on one of our, you know, platforms that you can listen to, whether that be Apple Podcasts, uh, on Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere. Try to leave a review. Make sure you tell people about us. As always, if it's your first time listening, you know, hit the subscribe on those bad boys on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Or we're also on Stitcher Radio now, if that's more convenient for people. Um, but yeah, so definitely hit us up. And uh, we out. I told my robbers don't take off his jewelry, but it be highly provoking. But truly, I'm not gonna control them when they hit the spot and they plotting patrolling. They know I'm up. We never sleep. Ain't no insomnia. Ain't no denying us. They know they rely on us. They know what's up. We don't reply to it. We pull up beside it. Roll the window, let the fire. They know I'm up. Ain't no insomnia. Ain't no denying us. They know they rely on us. They know what's up. We don't reply to it. We pull up beside it. Roll the window, let the fire. Yeah, fake nigga chasing clout. You see what happened? You see what happened? I'm on some hood shit. I keep a full clear. Won't catch me lacking. Won't catch me lacking. I went from Philly to Dallas to LA, picking up backings. Picking up backings. Shoebox used to be stacking. Stackin', stackin'. Nine's rake when I back in. Yeah, perky plug always show me love. Throw an extra dub on the order.